Just sit there. There's a beautiful presence of God. Hallelujah. So I really do feel that. I said, Mark's just been just soaking himself in the Word of God. Hallelujah. And we just got the benefit of that, the overflow of that. Hallelujah. It's just, it's just like the Word has been working in him, working in him, working in him. Hallelujah. And then he shared it. It's just like he's just shared out of the overflow of that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I, and I believe there's an overflow of that presence right here, right now. The love of God. So just meditate on something that's really struck you. Just take time right now just to think. Maybe it was that statement Sam said. You've taken Jesus off the cross. And you put yourself up there trying to, to punish yourself trying to say I can do it when Jesus has already paid the penalty he's done it all hallelujah you just need to receive that forgiveness hallelujah need to, to soak ourselves in the, in the love of God it's his love that works in us, then it's his love that works out through us. That's the manifestation of God amongst us, is his love. The light and the love of God, the two key elements. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. I just really feel just this. Just to rest in that. There's something rich and deep in God's working in your life. So I want you to, I just want to give you time now to receive that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mark, why don't you come up? Can you come back, grab the microphone? You know, there's something really rich when you were just reading through 1 Corinthians 13. your notes you know it was a little bit a little bit amplified in there i don't know what your translation you're reading but it was the amplified yeah i noticed it was every now and again there was extra little bits thrown in but this good clarification good expansion i just want as mark reads this out let's just let the love and what god's love means just to work Hallelujah. Let it cleanse us. Let it challenge us. Let it stir us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Mark. Amen. If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love for others, growing out of God's love for me, then I have become only a noisy gong or a clinging cymbal, just an annoying distraction. And if I have the gift of prophecy, and speak a new message from God to the people and understand all the mysteries and possess all the knowledge. And if I have all sufficient faith so that I can remove mountains, but do not have love reaching out to others, I am nothing. If I give all my possessions to feed the poor and if I surrender my body to be burned, 
but do not have love, it does me no good at all. Love endures all things with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful. It is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag. It is not proud or arrogant. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It, does not prov- it is not provoked, nor overly sensitive or easily angered. It does not take into account a wrong endured. It does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with truth. When right and truth prevail, love bears all things, regardless of what comes. It believes all things, looking for the best in each one, hopes all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times. It endures all things without weakening. Love never fails. It never fades nor ends. But as for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for the gift of special knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, we prophesy in part. For our knowledge is fragmented and incomplete. But when that which is complete and perfect comes, that which is incomplete and partial will pass away. When I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I did away with childish things. For now, in this time of imperfection, we see in a mirror, dimly, a blurred reflection, a riddle, an enigma. But then, when the time of perfection comes, we will see reality face to face. Now I know in part, just fragments, but then I will know fully, just as I have been fully known by God, and now there remain faith, abiding trust in God and his promises, hope, confident expectation of salvation, love, unselfish love for others growing out of God's love for me. These three, the choicest graces, but the greatest of these is love. Hallelujah. 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 us less loving, then we're walking the wrong direction. Do you know what I mean? If, if, if it, it, it's just a way of checking. It's a way of saying, hey, you know, um, I think Paul said to the Corinthian church, love, um, so knowledge can puff up. Some people, are, the more they know, the more arrogant they can become. That means you're knowing the wrong things. doesn't mean learning and growing is wrong. It just means if you, if, 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 if what you're studying is causing you to become more full of pride, then you're going about it the wrong way. Um, in First Corinthians, oh, sorry, in First John, um, whoever keeps his word, in him the love of God has truly been perfected. By this we know that we're in him. The one who says he abides in him, ought himself to walk in the same manner as he walked. You know, I often often had this challenge that people who became more righteous in my eye, you know, people who, who sort of were righteous, often became more um, unpleasant to be with. 
Does that make sense? The more, you know, the, they, they were the nitpicky ones. They were the ones that you chew too loud. You, you know, they're, 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 they're the, the ones that sort of had an opinion on everything. Um, you know, the, one, the ones that had everything together became <laughs> not the ones I like being around because they just make me feel bad or they point the fingers. Um, so there was sort of like the more righteous people became. <sighs> you know they're doing the right thing, but you sort of, you don't like them. <laughs> you sort of, you know, you, um, you just sort of have moments when you can't help but be wishing that they something, you know, that stumble, you know, <laughs> and you feel bad about yourself. You know, it's like, am I the only one that's sort of, you know, um, so I had this sort of picture that the more righteous, the more arrogant, the more righteous, the more judgmental, the more righteous, the, um, the more annoying you are to be around. And sometimes just to be, you know, sometimes I, I've heard it said that the church can sometimes become that, that dog that feels it's got to bark at everything. <laughs> my family all got thinking I'm having a go at our dogs I wasn't actually having a go at our dogs but hey if the shoe fits <laughs> if the dog fits if the dog fits let it wear it but you know it, it's like we um, we lived in a property uh, many years ago um, that our backyard fence effectively was on the other side was the, the pavement where you know people would walk the road so our property sort of more, more like the front yard, but it was a set of units. So it was our backyard, but our backyard was the the fence line with the road. So people would walk, the postman would come, people would walk dogs, cars would drive by us. Our dog thought it was his duty to follow people from one end of the fence to the other and let them know, you're there, you're there, you're there. There's a dog, there's someone walking a dog, someone walking a dog, and just bark, 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 and then stay there for a little while while it went down the street. And then a bike would come and bark, 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 bark. There's a bike. And then, you know, just every time something was happening in the street, it would follow them up and down the yard and bark, 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 and just And people have said sometimes they think that's the church's, that's what the church is like to the world. You're doing this, 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 this. Oh, you're doing this, 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 this. Oh, you're doing this, 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 this. We're just like the barking dog. And um, I thought, I don't want to be a barking dog. <laughs> you know, and that's sort of the opinion, you know. But sometimes people who are righteous, you know, you're doing this, 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 this. And you're doing that, 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 that. And um, this scripture changed everything for me. This scripture changed everything. Because you know what it says? It says, that he who says he abides in him ought himself to walk in the same manner as Jesus walked. And I realized the most righteous person I know in the world was Jesus. And he was neither a barking dog or a pain to be around. So it is possible to be absolutely righteous, but to do it the right way. It wasn't the righteousness that was the problem. Becoming righteous isn't the issue. It was the way that was happening. 
And the Pharisees became righteous and they're like annoying. And the Pharisees constantly got to tell you how good they're doing and how wonderful they are. You know, have you ever met someone that you sort of feel after, oh, it's not a competition, we're just people in the kingdom, you know. I've got to tell you how I'm doing here and how good I am and how, well done, you're amazing. Let's just stop the conversation here and say, you're the best, you know. You win. <laughs> you're the best. You know, that type of, but I looked at it and suddenly realized Jesus was the most righteous person I've, I've ever, you know, lived. And yet, he's the most humble. Yet he's the most loving. He's the most compassionate. And I'm drawn to him. I want to be like him. And I suddenly realized my view of righteousness was faulty. And what I was doing was I was saying, I don't want to be righteous because then I'll become like these, I'll become like these people. That's not the, no, no. The answer is not to be, stop being righteous. <laughs> it's like they're doing it wrong. They're getting it wrong. They're painting a wrong model. My job is, it says, we should, we ought to walk in the same manner as he walked. And I asked Jesus, at that moment, it was like, Jesus, you got this righteousness thing just right. You learned, you became closer to God, more, more pure. You had no sin, and yet the sinners enjoyed coming around you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They, they actually found, you talked about repentance, you talked about sinning no more, you did all that, but you weren't an arrogant jerk, you weren't finger pointing, you weren't a barking dog, you had just got it right. And that's why the light of God and the love of God just blend in together. Light talks about our righteousness, but a light without a love becomes harsh. It becomes not pleasant and it's not right, does it? Not. But love without light becomes um, anemic or impotent. It's, just, it's, it's love without any power. It's love that does, can't bring any change. It's love that can't bring any healing and wholeness. It can't bring. So without light, our love isn't, is just empty platitudes and acceptance and compromise. But our light without love becomes a harshness. But if we just learn to abide and get the right balance, Jesus was perfectly light and perfectly love. Do you know what I mean? Just got it right. Didn't mean that everyone loved him. In fact, it says, I think in the book of John, the Gospel of John, that um, the world actually didn't like him because he was light. You know, those that love the darkness don't like the light. They find the light. So I'm not saying you'll just be most of them. I've heard it said, you know, if we were like Jesus, the world would love us. The more we're like Jesus, the darkness does not like us. But sinners will be who will be drawn to it, to the light and the love, and so He can be uh, manifest to it. But it, if we do, we've got to do it right, it's a, it's a. 
I'm saying, how can we get all this balance right? This is like, how can I get this right? How can I get this love and this light working together? And um, I, when I, I think it was my first sermon at Breakthrough Church, or what was Blackburn AOG back then. I, I don't know if it was my, one of my first. I talked about the concept of balance. Balance. Um, I used to see balance as a man has got a balance beam. A balance is walking right in the middle. You know, if you try and balance and hold like that, you're very susceptible to being falling either side. All right, so Cam and, and Mark, if you come on either side. All right, if, I imagine, if you imagine I've got a little, a, a very narrow line here, and um, one of you, but not both, just one, you've got to push against me, and I've got to say, I'm gone. You can't do it. And I used to say balance was being, you know, people think balance is being in the middle. It's not. Balance is having two sides that you fully engage with at the same time. All right? So if you imagine Cam is love, all right? Caitlin's like, oh, yeah, she's smile. She's good. And you are light. Okay? Mark is light. All right, so if you stand back, take one step back. I'm going to grab a hold of each of your hands. Now go take another step back. You guys. All right? All right, now, if I, now take another step back. I'm going to pull hard on you guys. So I like that. Now try and push me off balance. <laughs> Do you understand what I mean? I pull hard into light and I pull hard into love. If you do that really fully, you're in the right balance. Yeah. Thank you, guys. And um, there's a lot of, that, that works with a lot of truth. If you pull hard on both sides, rather than try and walk the middle line, you've got to try and, you know, I'll give another example. I live like Jesus is coming today, but I understand I'm planting seeds for the next generation. <laughs> Right? I don't sort of live, I don't know, it could come today or it could come in 100 years. That means you're in the middle and you can go anywhere. But you live really hard as if it's coming today. But you also live really like you're sowing and, and doing things for, for money. So you pull hard on both. And so that's, you'll find that most, most truths have two sides you've got to pull hard on. And you've got to dig in deep. Love and light are two of those. So we are... We are God's people bringing the lamp. So can we bring out our, um, our lamp stand? 2024, year of the lamp stand. I don't think we've got mattress here. Did someone remove our mattress as a safety thing? Probably. <laughs> yeah, let's see if we can see if this is... We can light it if we've got the mattress. Fresh oil. These lamps need fresh oil. All right. Probably need some repair to the wick there. But anyway. We're the lampstand. That's what we're called to be. So we can bring the light of God into our play, community. In our home. How do we do this well? We let this light shine 
with the love of God. The light shines and the love of God is what the manifestation. If we try and shine the light into our community without love, we become a barking dog, the annoying finger pointing, telling you what you're doing wrong, how God's so unhappy with you and what you need to do to change and why our society is going down the drain and how much better it was when I was a kid and all the, you know, all those sorts, you know. I remember that, you know, I remember when you used to be able to say there was two genders, you know. And, and you was, you know, and, and the science would back you up, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, if you say it enough, you're just a barking dog. We all know that's the issues. But how do we shine that light and get it right is to do it with the love of God. But I tell you, if you just say, oh, love says I can't bring these issues up. I've got no light. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying we can't say things like that. I just say you saturate yourself in the love of God and then we shine our light through that. So that's, that's how we do this. That's God's plan and purpose. That's what we are. That's our role. 2024 is to be able to shine the light of Jesus into our community, but do it in a way that is saturated with the love of God and compassions of God. What does that look like? Well, that's what 1 Corinthians 13 is. That's how we minister. All right, did you hear the mercy and the kindness and the forgiveness and the grace that came through that? So Mark, you get to read it a third time. All right, I'm going to get you to come and read. But this time I want you to hear, this is how we bring the light of God into our community. This is our job description, our mission statement. In fact, if you can do it without this, I'm going to, but you can't, I'm not asking you to do it without that. <laughs> That's good. I want you to come and stand right here. So I want to be, okay. and I want you to hear our mission statement, how we are to shine the light of God into our community. Amen. If I speak with tongues of men and, I, and of angels, but have not love for others, growing out of God's love for me, then I have become only a noisy gong or a clanging symbol, just an annoying distraction. And if I have the gift of prophecy and speak a new message from God to the people and understand all mysteries and possess all knowledge, and if I have all sufficient faith so that I can remove mountains but do not have love, reaching out to others, I am nothing. If I give all my possessions to the poor and I surrender my body to be burned but do not have love, it does me no good at all. Love endures with patience and serenity love is kind and thoughtful and it is not jealous or envious love does not brag it is not proud nor is it arrogant it is not rude it is not self-seeking it is not provoked nor overly sensitive or easily angered it does not take into account a wrong endured it does not rejoice at injustice but rejoices with truth when right and truth prevail love bears all things regardless of what comes, believes all things, looking for the best in each other, hopes all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times, endures all things without weakening. Love never fails, it never fades nor ends. But as for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for the gift of the special knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part 
and we prophesy in part, for our knowledge is fragmentary and incomplete. But then that which is complete and perfect comes, that with which is incomplete and partial will pass away. When I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I did away with childish things. For now, in this time of imperfection, we see in a mirror dimly a blurred reflection, a riddle, an enigma. But then, when the time of perfection comes, we will see reality face to face. Now I know in part, just in fragments, but then I will fully know, just as I have been fully known by God. And now there remaineth faith, abiding trust in God and His promises, hope, confident expectation of eternal salvation, love, unselfish love for others, growing out of God's love for me. These three, the choices, graces, but the greatest of these is love. Why don't you stand with me? Mark, keep, keep the microphone. You don't. <laughs> Got to earn your money at next gen, next gen Jan campus. I want you to pray for us that we would take the love of God Thank to you. our families, to our community, and specifically to this area. We are naming not just where we are, that's part of it. This goes live stream it going, you know, there's people watching from all around the world. We've got Harley, you mentioned Bill and Ginger Horn. Anyway, well, they were watching earlier, so. Hallelujah. So we, it's ministry. Amen. We're praising and believing God for light to shine in everybody's community, everyone's home. But we also have a responsibility for this area. And I want you to pray that we'll be able to minister the love of God to the people here. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father God. I thank you, Lord, for your word this morning. I thank you for your anointing. I thank you, Lord, that it is sinking into our hearts, Lord. Um, revival starts in each and every one of our hearts. And I just pray, Lord, that, that as that does now working in our lives, Lord, that we take it to our community, that we share your love and compassion and your light um, with our, our community, with our family, with our friends, with our work colleagues. I just pray, Lord, that um, it just goes into all the dark corners of this place, Lord not just our community here in Bayswater, Lord, but all over the world, that your love and compassion um, and your Holy Spirit and your light just shines forth, Lord, bringing about healing um, and salvation, Lord. I thank you, Father God, for, for the community of Breakthrough Church, Lord, and the Bayswater area and all the world, Lord, all over. People listening from Texas um, to wherever. We thank you, Father God, that your word knows no bounds. There's no boundaries that can contain your word, Lord, that it reaches that which it's meant to reach. And the hearts that need to hear it, hear it, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.